Hello and welcome back to the MVGA. Here at MVGA, our mission is to reach out to fellow brothers and sisters in arms to conquer our mental health together. Just a reminder, you are not in this alone. Today I'd like to introduce the baddest motherfucker I know. That's myself, Sergeant Josh Mack. You know, so I don't even know where to begin, right? So back in the day, talking 2012, you know, I was still living at home with mom and dad. Graduated high school in 2008, tried to go to a community college, and it just wasn't for me. So after, you know, two to three years, yeah, you're right. You're only supposed to be at a community college for two years. However, I was special. Still am. Nothing's going to change. Anyways, here I am. So in my third year of college community, I was working at U-Haul part-time, going to school, and my mom hit me with the words, you need to get a full-time job. I had the opportunity to become a police officer, which is something I've always wanted to do. However, if I would have became a police officer at that time, it would have been through my dad. And honestly, I did not want to take the risk of ruining my dad's reputation by joining in case something happened. Like in case I didn't make it, if I fucked up anything, I didn't want that to fall back on my father. And honestly, I just wanted to pave my own way. I was tired of being in the shadows of my older brother or my father. We lived in a small town, so everybody knew me. And they're like, oh, you're little Minnie Mac, you're uh, Brian Mac's brother, you're Mike Mac's son, you know? That's great. I love all that. However, I want to be like, I'm Josh fucking Mac, you know? Like, I know you because I know who you are, not because I know who your family is. Nothing is wrong with knowing who your family is, but for me, I wanted to pave my own way. So I always wanted to be a Marine. However, let's be honest, I was pretty fucking fat, so... It took me a while to actually join. I had this recruiter. His name was Sergeant Huntley at the time. And he was like, the. looking back, if it wasn't for him, I probably would have never have joined. You know, he. I went to PT one time and I was in terrible shape. It was a struggle and I felt embarrassed and I didn't want to go back. But he called me and he kept saying like, hey, are you going to come back? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And I told him, I was like, look, I'm going to do this. But I don't want to come back until I'm ready. I want to get in better shape. So I worked out on my own. And I want to thank him. I want to thank Sergeant Huntley, which I now, he's now gun, Gunnery Sergeant Huntley. So thank you, Gunnery Sergeant Huntley, because if it wasn't for you, I would never have became a Marine. He never gave up on me. And he gave me the time, the space I needed to do it on my own, on my own time. So eventually I was able to drop 70 pounds in six months. I went back to the recruiting office. I took all the tests. I enlisted. And then one day I'm at work at U-Haul, right? And I get this phone call and it was from him. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just working. Instantly he said, fucking quit. Mind you, I'm not supposed to leave to boot camp for another eight months. And he's telling me to fucking quit. And I look up and I look at my manager and my manager's like, what the fuck's going on? Because I told him I was on the phone with my recruiter that my recruiter was calling and asked if I could answer it. He told me, yeah. So in the background of his phone, I heard uh, the gunny at the time saying, don't tell him to fucking quit. Are you stupid? Like, not yet. Don't tell him to fucking quit. So I was supposed to leave in eight months. And he's like, you want to leave in eight days? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I do. You know, I was the oldest one there. I, I joined late. I didn't join until I was 22, 23. 
So after that phone call, I looked at my boss and I was like, hey, this is probably my two weeks notice. You know, I have a chance of leaving for boot camp, not even two weeks notice. I have a chance for leaving for boot camp in eight months or eight days instead of eight months. And then that was the longest fucking day of my life at work because I had to go home. I'm a little mama's boy. I ain't going to fucking lie to you. So I had to go home and fucking prep my mom, who I knew was going to bawl her eyes out. So I finished working that day, and I go home, tell my mom. She cried, as expected. Anyways, that's the reason I joined the Marine Corps, you know? So I'm going to open up a little bit more than I, you know, feel comfortable with. But the whole point of this is to break out of your comfort zone and better yourself. So how can I ask someone else to better them if I'm not willing to better myself at the same time? So I joined, went through boot camp. Life was hell. I got a letter sent back from a little fuckboy named Scott Tozy. I told him that, you know, boot camp's not that hard. You know, I've only been IT'd X amount of times. And he sent that letter back to my drill instructors. And let me tell you, it was fucking hell after that letter. If you're ever going to boot camp, don't write a letter to your friends telling you, telling them how easy it is and how how skated it is and how lucky you've been because they'll fuck you over. They'll send it right back and you'll pay for everything you said. Anyways, I made it through boot camp, obviously. I'm in the fleet. I'm enjoying life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this shit a career. I love this. I mean, you know, I could be an asshole and I can get away with it. And it's just fun and games, you know. Then I met someone, got in a relationship with them. And when that relationship ended up failing, I decided I've had enough because I let that relationship not only affect me at home, but I couldn't separate work and home from that. So when I would go to work, I would be suffering and fucking up because I was mentally drained or dealing with my relationship. And then when I was off work, I was dealing with my relationship. So it was just a constant tornado of a downhill battle. And I was like, I need a change. I need something different. I need out. But if I would have stayed in, I would have got that something different. I would have got that change. I would have got something new. Because after every four years or so, your contract changes. Like you re-enlist and you go to a new duty station. So I would have been somewhere else, somewhere new. But instead I got out. So I got out, uh, I moved to Arizona because that's where my brother was. He offered me a place to stay and I'm originally from Illinois, but I refused to move back home because I was like, fuck that. I'm never shoveling snow again. The Southern California weather, it spoiled me and I fucking love it. So I didn't want to move, uh, shovel snow anymore. So I moved to Arizona. I got out, I fucking separated my shoulder Um, I had to have surgery, you know, after surgery, I really couldn't do much. So I went back to college because I needed a paycheck. And honestly, I'll admit I'm going to school or I went to college at that time just for the paycheck. Is that wrong? Yeah, most likely. But at the end of the day, I did what I thought I had to do. I thought that was my only option. It's not. I was just stuck in a dark place already. I honestly only made it one semester at ASU, Arizona State University out in Tempe, Arizona, because 
I was still going through the ish. I was still going through the bullshit. So I wasn't focused on school. Now, let's fast forward a couple of years. So after that, I got a job. I'm still working that said job. I mow the airfield at Luke Air Force Base out in Arizona. Um, and not much has changed for me, you know? I'm sitting here thinking like, fuck, I want to make a difference. I want to do something. I want to better my life. But I wasn't doing anything to better my life. I was just saying like, I want to do it. I had dreams, but I didn't have goals set up. I've been through a couple counselors, a couple psychiatrists, you know. I went through the VA to talk to someone. And honestly, talking to someone at the VA personally made me feel worse. You know, like, it didn't seem like they cared. They're rushing me through my appointments and so on. So, like, I was, I had enough of it and I stopped going. You know, I thought I was doing well, but I wasn't. Um, I got remarried and my wife now, she was telling me, like, you need to talk to someone. You need to do something. You need to make a change. And, you know, I knew that I needed to do all that. I just didn't want to, even though I said I did. Like, knowing and wanting are two separate things. So, eventually, I, I sucked it up and I started to go back to a counselor. And, you know, at first, I thought it was going well. I was going twice a week, wanted to go more. However, not much was happening. And I always wanted a therapist that was an older woman, you know, more of like that grandmotherly feel, someone that I could open up to, someone that made me feel comfortable. However, I realized I wanted that type of counselor or therapist because I was able to control the situation. Like with an older woman, I was able to say, hey, like, I would be able to guide the conversation. And she even told me, she's like, hey, I'm not going to force you to talk. I'm not going to force you to push through something. But I constantly told her, like, if I'm opening up and I'm about to hit a brick wall, if I don't fucking Mack truck that shit and plow right through it, I'm going to divert it and lead the conversation elsewhere. So don't stop me. Force me to keep going. Like, that's what I need. But she wasn't doing anything. So at the end of the day, I realized it wasn't working and I was manipulating the situation. So I finally stopped going. It took me a while to go back. My wife finally convinced me and had me go. And now I'm on a winning team. You know what I'm saying? Like this, uh, this therapist, she's, a, she's able to help me. She like, she forces me to do things. And I mean force in like a good way. She's forcing change in a positive way other than just letting me sit back and like play my games and tell her what I want to tell her what not. And to be honest, if it wasn't for her, this podcast wouldn't be happening right now. So I owe it all to Dr. Wynn with a, with a Y um, for this podcast because on uh, the eve of Veterans Day, she tried to force me to go live in her office letting everyone know that I had this dream, this goal, this ambition, and I was going to be starting this podcast on Veterans Day. Well, let me tell you, that didn't work out so well. I straight up told her no. She wasn't happy, but I made a promise that I'd go home, film it, and then post it. And, well, it worked because here I am talking to you. I'm opening up, you know. I have way more to tell you guys, way more to open up about, but just like it is for you guys, it's a, it's a process. It's not going to come easy. It's not going to come right away. 
I'd say I'm an open book, but I'm an open book with guided chapters. I'll guide the conversation on what I want to open up to. And the whole point of me having this interview right now is to force myself to open up more than I normally would. So I'm going to wrap it up here today. Uh, there'll be plenty more to come from me, plenty more interviews I plan on having. I'm going to stop procrastinating. I'm going to stop waiting until the last minute before this podcast is supposed to be posted before I do the interview. And this podcast is going to go places just like I am, you know. You have to have the motivation and the drive to do it. You can't half-ass it. You can want to do it or you can fucking do it, you know. So I'm going to start setting goals for myself. I'm going to start reaching out prior. I'm going to start recording and I want everyone listening to hold me accountable for what I'm saying like I want to have interviews I want to be able to help more people I want to be able to talk to more people the thing I struggle with is uh, a wise man once told me you can't lead a calvary if you feel like you look stupid on a horse and low-key I feel like I look stupid on a horse aka the podcast but I'm still fighting through it I'm charging through it, and I'm going to leave this fucking Calvary. Calvary. I can't even fucking talk, you know? But Marines aren't paid to talk. We're paid to fight, win, and conquer. So that's what I'm going to do. If you have any suggestions, any comments, any concerns, anything you want to talk about, feel free to let me know. Hit me up in my DMs. You know, they're always open, regardless of what the wife says. And, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's, guys. Have a great time.